This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the message of the day. Father, we bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the adoration. Father, we commit this service once more to the mighty hand. Come and have your way. Let our word Activate your fire in our lives. And bring for that revival we need one by one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The message is titled, Communion for Healing of Destiny. Communion for Healing of Destiny. And we're taking a message from the book of Second Corinthians. Chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. You see the outward man, you see the inward what? Man. Are you seeing that? We have the natural personality and the spiritual personality. Hello? The outward man and the inward man. The outward man has to do with the natural way of life in the natural realm. The outward man is interested in how you live on earth, attracted to carnal things. The outward man is always interested in pleasures, interested in comfort, always complaining. This thing is not working right. Why is this thing happening to me? Why is God not doing this? Then he said, yet the inward man, which is a spiritual man, that relates with the spiritual realm, is renewed day by day by the things of the Spirit. The inward man has so much to do with your faith, has so much to do with your belief in God, has so much to do with your trust in God. The inward man draws strength from the spiritual. He relates with God. He believes in God. So he draws his strength. He is renewed by day by day. By the prophecies he hears. By the messages he hears. By the thing God shows to him. Either in his dreams. Or true messages from the man of God. Or true prophecies. Or true messages we are preaching from the pulpit. He is renewed. And he believes that what God says must come to pass. So he's renewed. He keeps on believing God. He keeps on walking in faith. He keeps on trusting God. He keeps on believing God. That one day his season will come. One day his time will come. Be the outward man will always question, why? Why is God? God said it. Why has it not happened now? This and that. Verse 17, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. You see, for our light affliction, which is but for a woman, working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. He said, We are afflicted, we call it affliction. We go through calamity, reproachment, and disgrace, the affliction. We go through sickness, family, affliction, and pains, the affliction. Sudden death, accident unto death. Robbery attack, kidnapping, assassination. Some kidnap, they make it, some don't make it. Ritual, some are used for ritual. Fire break, people are poisoned. But the Bible calls it light affliction. We go through lack, setback, stagnation, failure, and defeat. The Bible says they are light affliction. We go through sorrow, we go through hatred, we go through bewitchment, we go through poverty, demotion, devourer. The Bible says they are light affliction. We go through despisement, mockery, rejection, frustration of different levels. The Bible said there are light affliction. He said, which is best for a moment is for a moment in our life. Although we go through this situation, he said there are raw materials to build up our permanent future. He said, working for us far more is sitting in eternal weight of glory. In working for us, the blessings that we cannot even imagine that will locate us in future. What we go through today is allowed if we are submit to the will of God for us to go through them in obedience. 
is what prepares us to the mighty unimaginable blessings the Lord has for us in the nearest future. Abraham went through affliction. Isaac went through affliction. Jacob went through affliction. They were preparatory grounds. Whether what God spoke to them about came to pass, it came to pass. And you are born, you just feel that the world is just merry, 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 merry. You'll be in deep sheets. Verse 18. Why we look not at the things which are seen? What are the things that are seen? The things that we see are the things we feel, we touch, we smell, we feel, we see, we hear. Why we look not at the things which are seen? What are the things which are seen? We experience calamity, reproach, and disgrace. We see them. We experience sicknesses. We feel, we see them. We experience death, death of loved one, relations. We experience accidents. We feel them. Robbery attack. We feel them. We come against different kinds of mishap. We see, we feel, we touch them. We come across them in life. We experience lack, setback, stagnation, failure, defeat in life. We experience delay, disappointment, procrastination. We feel them. We see them. We touch them. We experience sorrow. We experience people hating us. We experience rejection. We experience a bad man. We experience mockery. We experience demotion, poverty, devourer. We experience these things. He said, why we look not at those things which are seen? We should not look and hold on to those things we feel and see and touch. Rather, he said, but at the things which are not seen, we have to look up at the things which are not seen. What are the things we do not see? God's prophecy upon your life, you cannot see them with the physical eyes. Are the things who shall not see? What are the things who shall not see? Yes, he said, You will be this, you will be that. You are not seeing it. You are walking by faith. He told Abraham, Will be this. Abraham did not see it. He walked by faith. Joseph did not see. Isaac did not see. Israel did not see. Joseph did not see. David did not see. Moses did not see. They did not see those promises God told them. Physically, but what they saw at the appointed time of God time see was the manifestation. He said, For the things which are seen, the calamity, the reproach, the sicknesses, the sorrow, the hatred, the lack, the procrastination, the late disappointment, which you see are what? Temporal. They will not last forever. But the things which are not seen, the prophets and blessings of God for you are what? eternal. Because when it comes, it stays permanently. The day David became king, David lived and died as a king. The day Joseph was made a governor in Egypt, he lived and died a governor. Yes, the eternal. Once his blessing manifests, it becomes permanent in your life. The day Moses manifested as a deliverer, he lived and died a deliverer. It became permanent. All the situation you went through disappeared. Ah, Somebody here, your time I see has come. To look at that second Corinthians again, chapter 4, verse 18. Why we look not at the things which are seen? We should not look at these things which are seen. We should not hold on to these things which are seen. We hold on to them and we question God. We hold on to them and we dwell in fear. We dwell in unbelief. We dwell in doubt. Oppression of the mind. Worry. We hold on to these things. We get frustrated. And some people drop the button. He said, why we look not at the things which are seen? Don't focus on this. Don't dwell in them. But at the things which are not seen. The things which are not seen are in the supernatural. God prophecies for you. They are prayed from this man, Hemvelis. The messages he gives to you, God speaks to us. If you can't hear audibly, he speaks to you through dreams. You see good things. Messages comes from God, from the heavenlies. The dreams about your destiny comes from God, from the heavenlies, to tell you. Joseph received dreams from heaven. They are prayed from the supernatural. And he said, for the things that we see, in this place at the natural realm is what? Temporal. It will not last forever. Very soon, one day, it will expire. And my prayer for you is that this is your time and season where this thing will expire. Amen. Focus, mom, on the supernatural realm, which are eternal. They are permanent because at the 
But the time of your time and season, all this in the natural realm will give way for what God has for you here to manifest. And once this one comes down, you will never see this thing again. The Lord is good. He said, these ones are temporary. So why do you dwell here? As long as you dwell in the natural realm, you cannot connect to this place. So in this realm, you pray on fear and belief and doubt. But in this realm, you, you are prayed by what? Faith. For God has not given you the spirit of fear. Fear carries unbelief and doubt. Worry, anxiety, frustration. But he has given you the spirit of what? Faith. Faith this with the love of God. And then the power of God. For God has not given us spirit of fear. But what? Of power. Of what? Of love. And what? You need a sound mind to operate in this realm. If you dwell in fear, you cannot connect to this realm. Because what is operational in this supernatural realm is sound mind. When you have that sound mind, you will be able to flow in the love of God. When you have the sound mind, you will be able to receive the power of God. And over the power of the enemy. If you don't have this sound mind, you cannot pray by faith. You cannot pray in the love of God. You cannot pray in the power of God. You cannot pray in the realm of the supernatural. Your fear cannot cross you over. If you are prayed on the things you see, calamity, reproachment, sicknesses, and you dwell in fear, you will live and die in this realm. You live and die in this realm. You will go nowhere. Job 4.21 Does not the excellency in them do what? He said they even die without activating that thing God put in them. They dwell in this level of natural realm. God did not create you that way. God did not create you in the realm of calamity, reproachment, and disgrace. He did not create you to be sick. He did not create you to dwell in sudden death. He did not create you to dwell in dark. These are manifestations of the devil to deny you from getting to here where you get your blessing. The things which are not seen eternal. Those things that are not seen eternal. No matter how long the night is, there must be morning. No matter how long a tenant lives in a house, does not qualify the tenant to be a landlord. No matter how long you've been troubled by calamity, reproachment, it does not mean you will live and die in that situation. It means one day those things will expire and you take up your mantle and be who God wants you to be. So we see that 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 18, they find two reign that controls the activities of the earth. The natural realm, where we dwell physically, and the supernatural realm, which operates from the heavenlies. These two realms determine our activities on earth, depending on our pressures or choice of life. It's important to note that the two realms do not work in agreement with each other. They don't work in agreement. The supernatural and the natural do not work in agreement. Faith and fear cannot operate at the same place. Hello? The natural realm operates through the physical things we experience. But the supernatural realm operates through our belief. Supernatural that has to do with the heavenly oppressed to our belief. However, the impact of the two realms, the impact of the operation of the natural realm and the supernatural realm are all felt in the mind. They are felt in the mind because the battle place is in the what? Mind. And that accounts for why Proverbs 423 declares, keep the heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep the heart with all diligence. So one can easily declare that the battle over our destinies starts and ends with the mind. While we spend eternity is determined in one's mind. The level of healings your destiny enjoys is determined by the measure of sound mind we have. People might look at you physically, you don't have anything. You might not have anything physically, but your mind might be very, very rich because you have sound mind. The person that thought has been enjoying so much, has everything going for it, will be at your feet. Because the eternal manifestation that will come here will be greater than what the other people have been enjoying. Because you have a sound mind. Some activates your blessings. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Are we there? If you're there, we're going to read together. For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And of a sound mind. He has not given a spirit of fear. If you're a person of fear, you can never be a person of power. Fear demoralizes, removes your strength. Fear can make someone collapse. You know that? Fear can cause heart attack. A person of fear can never be a person of power. You can't have two of them at the same time. 
they do not come from the same kingdom. Fear is of the devil. Power is of God. See, he has not given the spirit of fear, but the spirit of what? Power. Two, he said, and of love. When you have the power, you can move in his love, the love of God. You can love people, like get love, and people will see the light of God in you and love you too. Joseph operated his power. So when Pharaoh saw Joseph, he saw the love of God, he held on to Joseph. The love of God will just be all over you. You're able to radiate and give out the love because the love is in you. And it will make people to be attracted to you. And of a sound mind. You need a sound mind to stand strong. No matter where the wind comes from, you stand. You are standing because that is not what God told me. I'm standing on what God has told me. So I operate on a sound mind and I see what is happening today as nothing that can never stop me because it can never stop me. I see it as a face in light that will come and pass over. Whatever that is happening now cannot stop me from that place God is taking me to. But what God has spoken concerning you and I, they are eternal because they are permanent. Because we are serving the God that sees the end from the beginning. If he tells you something, he's not telling you something that he will say, okay, I changed my mind because I didn't know. He's telling you something he knows will happen because he knows as he's telling you, he has seen how the thing will end. When he told Abraham that your children will go to a strange land where they will be afflicted well in bondage, he was not telling Abraham because he didn't know what would happen. He told Abraham because he knew what would happen. And at the appointed time, they went to that strange land. And when God said it was time for them to come out, that his time and sin of 400 has expired, they came out. Whether there was somebody called Pharaoh or not, they came out. They didn't need Israel armed forces to come out. They did not need atomic bomb to come out. They had no arrow and bow to fight. Nothing. But God single-handedly delivered and brought them out. What is it that this God cannot do for you and I? Some people, they look at the situation, they say, we don't have any connection. Not, hey, what is going to, who told you you don't have any, you don't need any connection. The only connection you need is the connection of God. I am, you need is God. The power of God you beats determines the measure of sound mind in you. The love of God you beats determines the level of sound mind in you. If you don't have sound mind, you cannot flow in the power of God. You'll be flowing in fear, unbelief, and doubt. You'll be using your hand to delay your blessings. If you don't have sound mind, your mind will be full of worry, anxiety, panic, confusion, and you cannot flow in the love of God. That's why the Lord will always tell you, remove that worry. You are delaying my movement in your life. Remove that worry so that I can penetrate Remove unbelief doubt because God cannot move. It is not his nature. God cannot operate in fear. It is not in his nature. Your mind is dirty. Clear it for him to move. You need a sound mind to speak and issue a divine commandment for your words to be established. That shall decree it shall be established and light will shine upon your ways. How do you decree and it will be established? It's when you declare through a sound mind. Once they hear your voice, they are afraid of you. As soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. Because they know you are a man of some mind. A man that flows in power of God. A man that flows in the love of God. And because you flow in the love of God, the Lord said there is nothing can withhold from you. So when you decree, you see those things being established. You need a sound mind to be the love of God for people to see the light of God in you. Without a sound mind, you will be at the mercy of of the natural forces of life. If you don't have a sound mind, the natural force of life will just be throwing you up and down. Without a sound mind, one's destiny, instead of receiving healing, will always dwell in perpetual sicknesses of afflictions. So many destinies are sick. You might be physically fit, but your destiny could be sick. And needs healing. That's what God is about addressing this morning. Your mind needs to be sound for your destiny to dwell in good health spiritually. Without a sound mind, your eternity in heaven is questionable. You cannot enter heaven with fear, unbelief, and doubt. People without sound mind are praised in the natural realm. People without sound mind are people of fear, unbelief, and doubt. 
people of anxiety fear worry that's why the lord is always always warn us about worry about anxiety confusion panic you see you can't when you don't have someone you can't take a decent decision you can't take a decent decision people rush into court because they don't have sound mind fear of the unknown they look for shortcuts you see the danger of, of patronizing the devil they had different levels maybe the force against you there forces operate on the rank of general and you're going to a patron let the doctor who is a captain without problem depart from you a man can the spirit of a demonic corner can mess you around any time but if you connect to the level of jesus karakomahaya he say he is the head of what principalities and power no matter how powerful that devil will say he is he bows to that your god you are totally on top of all of them people whose faith are wavering cannot make it they would ask some mind their faith does not stay their faith cannot carry them he said without faith it's impossible to please god a person without faith is like somebody who just is tossed up and down by the sea wherever the sea People would ask some and people who make the word of God in their lives a liar. So instead of what he has within to manifest at the appointed time, he, see now God say it didn't happen. You begin to make God a liar in your life. People would ask some and people whose lives are centered on what and what God has not done for them. People always quick to blame God. People who are ungrateful to God. God created you. He brought you into this earth. He did not bring you by accident. He has a purpose for you. He has aligned the time and season of your blessing, but he wants it now. No, it's a God that operates through times and what? Seasons. Can a child be born today and start going to school immediately? Ah, there are times and what? Seasons. Will you automatically start entering university? You won't just be upgraded to, to go to the university level, no? There is a, a natural course you must follow. Course of action you must follow. That is the same way it is spiritually. The Lord said, Moses, it's time to bring you people out. Do and tell my people it's time. And he was said, for this purpose, reason, did he create Pharaoh? That he might use Pharaoh to glorify himself for the world to know who this almighty God is. Go and tell Pharaoh. He had in Pharaoh's mind. Moses, when Pharaoh said, I cannot let you go. He was hey! Moses had lied. He said, God told you. God didn't tell anything. Moses go again. Moses went again. Pharaoh said, I do not know your God. He was releasing different kinds of affliction upon who? Egypt, upon Pharaoh. Each time Moses go and Pharaoh will say, No, he released an affliction. Because Egypt was his greatest superpower then. Anything he did in Egypt then was known all over the world. And at the third time, he killed all their firstborn and the whole world had that the God of the Israelites kills and on their way out he brought pillar of fire pillar of cloud and the whole world heard that he segregated them through pillar of fire and pillar of cloud they go to the red sea he command on the red sea to highway and his children passed through and the Egyptians followed and they were all drowned and the whole world heard that this god kills even in the sea the israelites that were angry that they didn't move immediately didn't know that god was preparing cv for them what he did in Egypt releases fear and dread upon all the nations they passed through on their way to the promised land. He did it so that these people would be afraid of them and allow them to pass. If he had not done it, they wouldn't have gotten to the promised land. This nation would have killed them on the road. He did it as they were moving. Any boundary they were passing, the people would say, We don't want Wahala. In fact, Balak went and called Balaam and said, I have heard what this will, if they pass through your nation, you are finished. Cause them for me. Let them all die so that they won't trouble me. Because they didn't work. Because God had released his fear and dread upon the enemies. So they allowed them to pass through. There are people who are so much afraid of you. They have taken your name to evil altars. What they used to do and people die. And they expect to get the same result about you. Unfortunately, they are not seeing you dying because you are beyond human destruction. They take your name to different altars. Don't summon your name again. The same way they used to do, and people will die. And they find out you are not ready to die. And God has made you a fear and dread unto them. 
He has made you a mystery to them. And every day you sleep, you wake up, you wouldn't know how many people took your name to occultic kingdom. In your village, father's house, mother's house, where you are married to, in your place of business, in your residence, you don't know. You wouldn't know. Because you do not have eyes to see in the spiritual realm. You can only see or hear when God opens your spiritual eyes or ears. And you wake up in the morning to get angry with God that God has not done this or that for you. Forgetting that life is for the what? Living. If God had allowed them to kill you, you wouldn't have this mouth to challenge God and get angry with God. Instead of waking up to thank God for what he has done, you wake up angry with God. That is the worst ingratitude on earth. So you dwell in fear and unbelief in the natural realm. Your faith cannot connect you to the supernatural realm. You wouldn't know that God has allowed you to go through that situation because he is giving signals of who you are to your enemies. For them to know that they cannot bring you down. He is clearing the way for you unto the time and sin he has appointed for you. People are always quick to blame God. Ungrateful to God. Many think they are alive today because of their might or power. No, no, none is alive because of your might and power. None is alive today because of your righteousness and holiness. None is alive today because of your godliness. None is alive today because you did this, you did that. You gave $100 million to the church. No, 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 no. Number one, who gave you the power to create wealth? Is that same God? If you didn't ask people to favor you, they won't favor you with that contract. So don't say you did this for God. That is why you are enjoying this. God is blessing you because you are this. Mm-mm. It's simply by his grace and mercy. So when we wake up in the morning, we thank him for another testimony. If you want to know whether you have a testimony, visit the hospital every morning. If you want to know whether your life is a testimony, visit the mortuary every day or once in a month. Waking up every day is a testimony. Many are in heck today crying on journey of no return. They can't come back again. But we are still alive wonderful choice to make about eternity. Many had the opportunity. They missed it. They didn't know. They had planned what they do in the next 10 years. What they would do and all this. They didn't know that they wouldn't see the following day. The day they died. We came to this earth with nothing. We'll go with nothing. What shall it profit you if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? That thing we crave for. We can't even go with one of it. If they lie, let them put pounds and dollars and arrow in your suits, whatever thing you wear that day. It will rot in the ground. It can't cross with you. You see why the supernatural and the natural cannot work in agreement? Supernatural and natural cannot work in agreement, but I'll say one time they work in agreement. And it's only permitted by God. The time they work in agreement, I will tell you. That's why the Lord is telling them to put things in order. We are putting things in order. Our dressing, our inward man, our hearts, put, we are putting in order. Outward mind, put in order. Dressing here, everything, say put in order. You thought your mind, put in order. You cannot wear what you wear here to that place. When your spirit moves, your spirit does not move with natural wears. The Lord called for a party. And when he came, somebody was wearing a different dress. He said, why is this man here? He realized his dress was different. And he said, Take him out, cast him to the lake of fire, where there shall be gnashing of teeth and weeping. Desires of the outward man, the desires of the devil, the desire that cannot stand the text of the supernatural realm. We came to this earth with nothing, and we'll go with nothing. For one to dwell and succeed in life, one must be a person of sound mind, a person endowed with the love of God and the power of God. Some man activates love of God. And the power of God. A person of salmon is the person of faith. He's an overcomer. He's more than conqueror. He's a person who thinks about how to please God always. And not what God would do for him. A person of salmon is a man of faith. And a man who moves mountains through his faith. A person of salmon is a person who operates beyond the natural realm. Exercises authority in the supernatural realm. And command situations to work according to his decrees. The destinies of people of some mind dwells in divine state of good health, as no natural force can afflict them spiritually. Today I prophesy the anointing of some mind unto your destinies. Amen. 
in the natural realm we see with the physical eyes we feel we touch but in the supernatural realm we see with the supernatural eyes which is the spiritual eyes we connect to the supernatural we begin to see these things happen in the natural realm we see calamity we saw those things we mentioned we see hardship we see frustration we see difficulties in the natural realm we see the impossibilities but in the supernatural realm the word of god says we got all things are what possible but in the physical we say this one is impossible what is impossible in the natural realm is transformed to possibility in the supernatural realm that is why in your life god has erased every yoke of impossibility David, the thing I mentioned this morning, he went through all of them. Joseph went through them. Moses went through his own. They saw calamity. They saw sicknesses. They realized we were threatened unto death. Joseph was nearly killed. David, he was a man that they declared wanted. Death alive. Moses, the same thing. They saw all these things. But these things, the word of God said, they are temporal. You will see the commission of them coming to see, to kill, and to destroy. You will see them. But they will never overwhelm you if you are a man of sound mind. Although David saw this thing, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob saw. Joseph, Moses, David, they saw these things. They experienced them. They encountered all these unfavorable situations and circumstances. But a sound man in them made them to wait upon the Lord and his word. Yes, you are going through this situation. No doubt about it. You have an outward man. You have an inward man. The inward man in you is the one that tells you, my brother, my sister, be strong. Wait upon the Lord. One day this situation will be over. The inward, that's Peter God in you, is the inward man. But the outward man say, no, I need food. I'm tired. I've been trekking for a long time. No. God should have been giving me a car by now. No. God should have made me a managing director. Hey, the visa I'm looking for, you should have given it to me. The outward mind is always complaining, 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 complaining. Inward man was what Joseph held on to. Moses held on to that. David held on to that. The psalm and they held on to that. They went through this way, but they held on to it. They held on. They had to wait upon the Lord and his word. They had to believe in God. They exercised faith in God. They walked in the strength of God unto manifestations of their blessings. In the supernatural realm, where we hear the prophecies, that's where prophets come from, the heavenlies. God releases his messages, his voice, revelation, true dreams. What do we do? We believe by faith. Those who rejected the voice of Moses did not go far. All those who doubted, who said no, who believed the report of the ten spies instead of two, they were flushed out. The two stood on the report God gave Moses. That as long as God told our God that this is our land, we are well unable to conquer. When you see the man of God appearing to you in the dream, God is speaking to you from the supernatural realm. Hello. David encountered pains. Joseph will know what he went through. Moses will know what he went through. He had to run away for his life. We know what Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob encountered, what they went through in the natural realm. But they refused to succumb to the demands of the natural realm. They refused to succumb to the demands of the natural realm. We shall praise through the five sensory organs. What we see, we hear, we feel, we touch, we smell. They head on to the dictates of Second Corinthians 5, 7. We walk not by sight, but by what? Faith. When you walk in the natural, without the power of God, without the love of God, without some mind, one will be bound to walk in the dictates of the devil and of the world. And the devil who has been in operation for more than 6,000 years will definitely defeat that person. But when you walk in the supernatural realm, the realm of faith. That is where you collect the garment of faith. John chapter 4 verse 4. It says, you have God, little children, and have what? Overcome the world. For greater is it that is in us than he that is in the world. You receive the garment of faith. John chapter 4 verse 4. That makes you overcomer of that devil and the world. You receive the wisdom of God, the strength of God, the life of Christ. You become stronger than the devil. You have more wisdom, better wisdom than the devil. And the spirit of Christ in you makes you an overcomer of the devil, an overcomer of all his works in the natural realm. Now let us look at supernatural manifestation. Your faith in the natural realm activates 
the supernatural realm and secures your blessings. The faith I exhibit here, the faith you exhibit activates the supernatural realm and secures your blessings. All of us will live on earth here, Abby. We live in the natural realm, earth. All of us. The faith we exhibit on earth here works here for us. It connects us to something here. It connects us to the supernatural realm. And the faith will be holds on to our blessings. Secures our blessings. Most times people say, I have prayed. I have done this. I have done this. What is holding on to my blessings? I have a size faith. Your faith does not guarantee automatic blessing. Hello? Your faith does not guarantee automatic what? Blessing. But what your faith does, maybe you are believing God for a car. You are believing God for marriage. You are believing God for a house of your own, business of your own, open doors. The faith you release, now faith is. Or faith is now. Faith is always in the present, not in the past. God, you know I released faith last week. Although I don't have faith again. Use the one of last week. That's why I say faith is now. It must always be in prayer. The faith I release now will not make my car come now. Will not make my marriage come now. Will not make money for the new house come now. Will not make my business to be what I want it to be immediately. Will not make my open doors to come now. The faith I release is I release faith. Preserves all these things. It holds them. And does not allow the devil to come and steal them. It secures this blessing and makes them intact for me. Until the season God say it is your turn. When there are calamity, hold on to this thing with some mind. Habakkuk say, even though it tarries, even though it is delayed, even though there are sicknesses, even though there are calamities, even though you, you have things that frightens you, even though there are sorrow, hatred, lack, setback, stagnation, he say, hold on to it. Even though it tarries, it must surely come to what? Because the word of God says God is a God of times and what? Season. If he says that it is this month, at that appointed time, it will manifest. It will what? Manifest. You can pray now. And that's what you want. Before seven days you finish praying, the thing manifests. It means because God in the spiritual realm has ordained that it will manifest that time. It's not because you prayed or your faith did it manifest no. it's because that is the time and season for it to manifest and you won't see because i'm too righteous that's why my own came immediately the other people who their own have not come they are living in sin no for i know the thought i think towards you thought of peace and not of evil to give an expectation he has planned everything what else? he has made everything beautiful in his own world time he has times and seasons for everybody here. Whether you be blessed, all of us must be blessed. Yeah. The only thing is that it might not come at the same time. It's turn by turn. So when people will teach you faith, 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 at times people will preach this in and they don't open it up to people. And members go and get crashed. And begin to point at God. God, you say, you say, you say. God is not a man that you should lie. And God will never lie. As long as you believe in him, walk by faith, your faith will keep on preserving. Because enemy coming to seek to kill and destroy. Enemy will be bringing situation to make you fear that God so that this thing will not manifest. Bringing situation to make you operate operation of the mind. Because he knows that once you drop your faith, he stays. But that faith he has beat will keep on preserving it until the month and our God say it is time and it will manifest. And then let me tell you one thing again. Where the supernatural and the natural works in agreement. The only time they work in agreement. In the beginning, God created what? Heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form. And was void. That was upon the face of deep. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of water. And God said, let there be what? And there was what? God created heaven and earth. Who owns heaven and earth? God. The earth is Lord and the fullness. Who owns the earth? God. And he said, at the name of you, every shall what? Bow. So when God wants the earth to bow, the earth will bow. If God said today is your day, eh? the earth must bow. Amen. I'm out on somebody. If he said today is your day, there is visitation. You know what will happen? That's what we call supernatural protocol and natural protocol. Yes, 
that very day, the natural protocol, they pray in the natural realm because they have their own natural way of life, will give way. And all of a sudden, this thing will be cleared. Calamity will no longer be found in your record because supernatural realm has given a signal. So all of a sudden, you see how this thing will come down and testimony will happen. Amen. I prophesy. Some of you will testify this October. Some in November. Amen. Some in December. Amen. There is what we call ball of testimony rolling your ways. Ball of testimony is moving from one person to the other. Amen. Before the end of this year, all of you will testify. Amen. If God says it is today, He will cause natural him to bow, give way, and then supernatural protocol will take over. That's what they say. When the Lord turn around our captivity. We are like them that dream, dream. Where is this calamity that was disturbing me? Where are these secrets that were? Where are those things? Ah, am I sure? Am I sure I'm the one? Let me touch myself to know whether this testimony is my own. It will look as if it never happened. Because supernatural has come down for your sake. The day God said that the Israelites were living in Egypt, you know what he did? He killed the gods of Egypt. He killed their God. He killed their first son. They were the one that said, come and go. In fact, pray for us as you are going. Because that the supernatural rain came down. Because it was time for somebody to move. I want to tell somebody that God said, because of you, he's going to kill your enemies. Amen. Any man that has sworn you not make it, God will kill that person. Any part that has sworn you not make it, God will kill that power. If an agreement, shout hallelujah. Tell some of you God is talking about me. He's talking about me. He's talking about me. You need a sound mind. Don't be moved with all these things the devil is doing. You don't need to be moved. When you don't know who you are, the devil will mess you around. He begins to trouble you, manipulate your mind. Because he knows if you're able to hijack your mind, you're finished. And when you begin to hijack your mind, you drop your mantle of faith. But when you know who you are, it's your duty to tell the devil, I know who I am. You can't mess me around. Romans 8, 18 and 19. So for I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy with the glory which shall be revealed. The suffering we are going through right now are not worthy to be compared. Cannot be compared with the blessings God is about giving to us. 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Somebody here is pregnant with testimonies. Amen. He said the world is waiting for the explosion. They are waiting for that signs and wonders. That spirit of excellence God has put in you. The blessings God is bringing our way cannot be compared to the suffering, to the affliction, to the calamity, to the sicknesses, to the lack, to the sorrow we are going through in life. David suffered, yes, we know. Joseph suffered, we know that. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Moses, they all suffered. But whatever thing they went through can never be compared to the blessings God released upon them. David went through situations. But when he became king, the glory became permanent. Joseph went through situations. When he became governor, he became permanent. He was governor for life. The glory God is about releasing upon your lives are going to be permanent. Amen. What we just need is to operate on sound mind. Trust in God. Believe in God for these things to be made manifest. The person of fear, unbelief and doubt, operation of the mind, would dwell in wounded or sick destiny. And will not experience what it means to live a sound life. It will be impossible for that person to experience what it means to live Life very abundant in the Lord. A person of sound mind is a person of faith, a person of love, a person empowered by the Lord. The devil cannot manipulate such destinies because they are spiritually healthy by abiding in faith, the love and power of God. A person of sound mind, faith, love, and power of God might not receive the initial support, might not receive the initial encouragement in the natural realm. Because your language and character is quite strange to people of the natural realm. People might not believe you now. They didn't believe in Joseph. They didn't believe in Moses. They didn't believe in David. 
So many churches that started, when they started, people didn't believe. Until at that appointed time, God did what he had to do to prove himself in their lives. The people of the world might not believe in you. Many might doubt your calling. They might doubt your vision. They might doubt your gift. But you must do yourself a favor by believing in yourself. Believing in your God. No matter what I go through, I believe in that calling God has called me. I believe in the vision you are giving me to run. I believe, no matter the situation, that I'm well and able to run it to a logical end. I believe that my God can never lie to me. So I believe in my God, and I believe that by the grace of God, I will do it, and I will make it. You must believe in yourself. You must believe in your God. If you don't believe in yourself, you cannot run the race. They didn't believe in Noah. They mocked Noah. For how many years have your ministry been on, Noah? Children have been born. Since you started this ministry, we have not seen anything. Went to school, came out, got jobs, got married, have children. You are seeing this ministry, we have not seen anything, Noah. But whether they believed or not, they didn't stop Noah in believing himself and his God. But by the time they believed in Noah, it was already late. The man they were mocking and despising and making jest of was the person they were, all of them were looking and running towards the ark. But before they could go to the ark, the doors had been closed. The man that they didn't believe in, they believed in himself and believed in God, eventually made it. Many wouldn't believe in you. But one day, your sound mind, your faith in God, your love in God, will manifest signs and wonders that will make them believe in you. Amen. Many didn't believe in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They didn't believe in Joseph. In fact, they plotted and sold him off. They didn't believe in Moses. They didn't believe in David. But whether the people believed them or not, it didn't stop God from being God in their lives. Whether people believe you or not, will not stop God from proving that he's God over your life. Today, many might not believe in you. But the greater the service you can offer yourself is by not believing in yourself and your God. Time has come for us to believe in this God that has called us. That this God cannot lie, cannot fail, nor forsake you. And no matter the situation and circumstances I face in life, I must hold on to this God. No matter the situation and circumstances I face in life, I must hold on to this God. Even though what I expect does not manifest now, every morning I must praise this God. Every night before I sleep, I must praise this God. Many didn't wake up the way I woke up this morning. I must praise him for waking me up. Before I go to bed, I must praise him for keeping me in order. Many that woke up with me this morning, didn't end with me today. Some died before getting to the night. Every morning we wake up. Every night before we go to bed, God deserves to be praised. Let us not hold on to the things we see. These are things the enemy is using to wound our destinies. These are things the enemy is using to manipulate our minds so that we can drop our faith for him to pick up. The enemy stole everything Job had, but the enemy couldn't steal his faith. As long as your faith is intact, God will give you 100% restoration. Amen. Enemy is not after your car. It's not after your job. If you lose your job, you say enemy is after... No. What enemy is after is your faith. He wants whether if he attacks your job, whether it will make you cause God, whether it will make you reject God because he's interested in your faith. That as once he's able to capture your faith, you know you are finished. Because the word of God says, just man falls seven times. Because he has faith, he keeps on rising. Amen. Until God visits him in his time and season. If you don't have faith, you can't rise again. If you don't have faith, you are finished. If you don't have faith, eternity in heaven will be questionable. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. Those who do not please God cannot enter eternity with God. You need your faith. You need a samurai. You need the power of God to succeed on this earth. You need the love of God. That's what faith generates. We must do away with getting angry with God. We must do away with the spirit of fear, unbelief, and doubts. Operation of the mind. And live a life of thanksgiving unto the Lord. For he sent for his word and healed us. Today his word is going to heal our minds. and death. Amen. Today his word is going to deliver us. Amen. From the natural realm. And make us people of supernatural realm. Amen. People of sound mind. And with the power of God. Amen. So that our time and season will draw near and look at us. Amen. 
bow your heads. Now you have heard the word. If you're not giving your life to Christ, it's a wonderful time. Whatever you are, begin to talk to the Lord to receive you. And your eyes are open. And Lord, position my destiny from the book of hair to the book of life. And for those of us who are already born again, of course, fear and doubt, unbelief, worry, oppression of the mind have made us to be far from God's purpose in our lives. Begin to ask the Lord, let his word run swiftly. Let his word reposition our minds. Make us people that are heavily bound, cautious of the blessings of heaven, cautious of eternity. That from now onward, the word of God for salmon will be permanent in our lives. We ask for that salmon to be permanent. We ask for the power of God to dwell in our mind. Strengthen us so that we continue to believe in his word for us. We pray for the love of God. We can never love the world more than God. We can never love the cares of the world more than God. When we accept the details of the world, we are loving those things more than God. From now onward, even if you give me 1,000 husbands and wives, children, all the money in this whole world, it cannot guarantee my eternity. From today, I make you my Lord and Savior. I will not allow the things of the natural realm to control my mind and destiny. I decree from today through your word, I will allow your access to my spirit, soul, and body so that I will enjoy a healthy destiny. I know you have time and season for me. Father, I will wait for your time and season. I no longer dwell in fear and believe and doubt. I no longer count time and season for you. I no longer count time. You are my creator. You created me. You know the best for me. You know the appropriate time for manifestation of blessings upon my life. Father, come at your own time. Your time and season. I'm willing to wait upon you. I'm willing to wait upon you, Lord. Father, help me. Send your word into my life. Into my spirit, soul, and body, into my mind. Help us, Lord, to make it. Father, commit your children unto the mighty hand. Your blood speak a better thing than the blood of heaven. Let your blood begin to speak sound mind. For those who do not have faith, Father, strengthen them. Blot out that yoke of fear, belief, and doubt. Blot out that yoke of cares of the world. Put in them your sound mind. Put in them your love. Put in them your power, Lord, so that your name will be glorified. We surrender this morning to your way. Grant us a new destiny, a healthy destiny, so that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.